place happy no, april 19th everybody that's the date <laughs> it is when we're recording this but the date you're hearing it's going to be the day after chelsea's birthday hi yeah. chelsea you're one of the guests or one of the hosts rather yeah i'm usually here you know what this week you are a guest a guest of honor because it's your birthday oh and we got friends invited to your birthday party like crystal who's always here it's me and Pris, who's here for the first time. Hi. And we got Jordan. He's here sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> Hi. So, just like we did for my birthday last year, Chelsea, instead of picking games randomly, we've had you pick out five of your favorite games for us to place. Because what better way to spend your birthday than hearing your friends rag on video games you like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know Looking they're... over this list some of them i really like already it's a pretty solid list frankly yeah uh but chelsea, you'll be surprised your... which ones i actually like <laughs> chelsea for your birthday you have chosen the video games professor layton and the and the curious village maple story animal crossing new leaf chibi robo and lifeline yep those are the games that we're gonna do <laughs> those are that's those are the ones <laughs> uh, I guess let's just dive right into it. Chelsea, tell us about Professor Layton in the Curious Village. So I was worried you were going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried you were going to make me talk about these games. Well, it was a reasonable thing to be worried about because I am doing it. <laughs> okay, well, after hearing about a strange inheritance dispute in the town of St. Mystery, Professor Layton and his young apprentice, Luke... Travel oh, there. hey, that's me! Yeah, that's that's your name. Travel there on behalf of Lady Dahlia, who has requested their presence to resolve the, the issue. However, it quickly becomes apparent that St. Mystery is quite strange. All the townsfolk seem to be obsessed with puzzles, and Baron Reinhold's fortune isn't the only secret that the town has hidden. Professor Layton in the Curious Village is a puzzle game which uses the works of... See, you're better at reading than me. <laughs> Would you like me to do the reading? <laughs> yeah. I can do that for you. Sure. Let me... Uh... It's my birthday. That is true. It's your birthday. Let me see. All the townsfolk seem to be obsessed with puzzles and Baron Reinhold's fortune isn't the only secret the town's hidden. Professor Layton in the Curious Village is a puzzle game which uses the works of Akira Tago? Tago? Author of the Japanese series Head Gymnastics books as its basis. See, now I can make you say the hard words. <laughs> as, both Leighton and, as both Leighton and Luke, players explore the town of St. Mystere, screen by screen. Each screen contains puzzles either hidden in the scenery or by talking to characters. Upon finding a puzzle, the, scre the screen changes and the player is presented with the puzzle itself. The description of the puzzle on the top screen and the puzzle, as well as the place to input the answer, on the bottom screen. Some puzzles require simple calculations, some have a trick answer, while others are riddles. The selection of puzzles is quite varied. If the player gets stuck, they can purchase a hint with hint coins. However, these are limited. More can be found hidden in the game world, but there are a set number of coins in the entire game. Professor Layton has a visual style similar to that of a watercolor painting. While most of the game does not have much animation, key story sequences are told in fully animated and voice-acted scenes. 
The game also used Nintendo Wi-Fi connection to connect to the internet and download additional puzzles for players to solve. So it's Love that Nintendo Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. It's still up. You can still do that. No, you can't. That's not true. Really? Yeah, yeah because it was powered by GameSpy and GameSpy oh, went down. Oh, God. Well, yeah. GameSpy. Glad, glad I saved yeah. that then. So it's a point-and-click game with lots and lots and lots of puzzles. Yeah, I remember I, I played the first hour or two of it. And it was like, you've gotten to town, every NPC wants you to solve a puzzle before they'll have a conversation with you. And I checked into my hotel room, and my hotel room is a different puzzle where I have to, like, arrange furniture into it. And, like, every two steps we're like, hey, wait a second, I just thought of a puzzle, let's do it before continuing on. See, I find that charming, that Professor oh, yeah, Wind is... I, I, it definitely is, it was just like, Whoa, oh god, I'm drowning in puzzles. Yeah, it's definitely a... In puzzles... It's a seriously puzzle-heavy game. Yeah. It is, uh... It, it, it might be more fair to say that it is a puzzle... Like, almost like a puzzle activity book. It apparently, it was based on one of those. That yeah. has, like, an adventure game wrapper around it. Like, it's not... It's not really an ad, a point-and-click adventure. It's... The point-and-click adventure is in service of... That, that's what you do instead of turning the pages of the puzzle book. True, but, like, there's also, like, uh... <laughs> a there story. is a story. Yeah, there's a story and there is like a mystery Characters. to solve. There is a story and, and the this story is, the is very bad first shit. one. <laughs> is the story like good because people love these games? Is the story in every Professor Layton of... game is absolutely batshit. <laughs> okay, well, okay, but bat batshit in like a good way? Yes. Well, like the yeah. third the third game, you know how we said there's light in Luke, well future Luke comes from the future to basically get your help and so you have to travel back and forth between God, the past that and one's the future. Wild. Right? <laughs> Yeah, the the uh, twist in the Curious Village, and I'm gonna spoil it because it's it's an old game. Old. Yeah, it's like the first uh, one. And this, in this, yeah, we we spoil things on the show. We do. That's true. Uh, the twist in this one is that all of the villagers are secretly robots. What? <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Except one person, I think. Yeah. Was it, it? probably? Yeah. Except I, one girl who's being protected by this village and you're oh yeah that's right she's she's the treasure because oh like, yeah right. no, that's not cool <laughs> well no but it's like no, her, no. Like, like like her grandfather had a rare treasure that he wanted to protect and his treasure was his granddaughter which that's, no that still sounds weird <laughs> that's dumb that's yeah. like the robots were supposed <laughs> to be like her friends and stuff too and right it sounds built, like they're they're like malicious, constantly giving me these puzzles to solve before. Oh, right. The you're not you're not a town person, so you might not be you know good for the for the treasure. Right. So they got to yeah. test you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's basically a way. It was basically a way for her dad or grandfather or whoever to find her like a new guardian that would care for her somehow. Mm. I don't know what yeah. puzzle solving has to do with that. I, I right. mean, they're like. Orphanages, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, no, no. The only way yeah, you can this is Professor Layden world where everything. Yeah, yeah. Can we're find... going any further. What is this yeah. girl's name? So we never call her the treasure oh, again. Shit. Yeah, is that's fair. Fiona. Is Here, it Fiona? I'll look it up. No, uh, Laura. Characters. No, Laura. Flora is it Laura? Right. Okay. Flora. Flora. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, Laura it is. I was gonna say, like, even even Professor Light, and it's like he solves the puzzles, but almost in every other game, 
she gets like sidelined or something happens to her. So he's not oh. really doing a good good job as being a guardian. Oh, does he just become her dad at the end? I don't know if that the I the mean, timeline in of the Professor Layton yeah. games are kind of disconnected. Weird. Like sometimes sure. she's yeah. hanging out with with Professor Layton as like a third sidekick, and sometimes uh, she's yeah, not like there. the first. Like the first three games are supposed to be like in generally in this like uh one after each other and that's yeah. and she's in the the second two after after this one, but okay. then mm-hmm. the next three are like a prequel of sorts. Like they're supposed to be s- sooner. Okay, and then I know there's like uh, like iPhone ones where you play as his son, right? Yeah, kind of. It's like detect- Detective Layton is supposed to be Professor Layton's son. I thought. I, I think I, they just made uh, I, Lady Layton also. I think it's. I, th- I think the male protagonist you're talking about is his brother, and the girl is his. Oh, daughter, okay. I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's where I got sure. confused. It's is it's it, very I, confusing. I totally... <laughs> it yeah. is a, it is confusing, and this is someone who has literally played all the games like in a marathon to get things you know to try and figure it out, and actually right. got the movie and watched them yeah. in order. Chris, what was your question? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> okay, that's oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're okay. It wasn't important. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm trying to look at what the name of his daughter is, uh, Lady Layton. Oh, it's Professor. Uh, no, that's uh, uh, Katriel Layton. Oh boy. All right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's is a level Professor five game, versus right? Ace Attorney canon. Uh, oh. no, it's not. No, but it it's is still a fun game. It's and a weird. really good game. Yeah. It's, uh, because that's a game where Phoenix Wright is traveling to jolly old England to study their legal system, and both him and Professor Layton get caught up in a secret underground witch cult that, uh, or a secret village with, like, witches, and they have to, like, defend people accused of being witches in, like, Salem witch trials. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, Layton and- has to solve puzzles to get evidence, and then Phoenix Wright has to defend them. And it's, by it's, the way, the styles don't change. So you've got the right. regular ass like Phoenix Wright characters standing there, all normal looking, right by uh, Layton and Luke there yeah. in the watercolors, stylized look. Yeah. Okay, but is are there any women that are like treasures in <laughs> Phoenix Wright versus? Uh, I don't think in Phoenix Wright versus. I, I, well, you know, I haven't gotten through much of that story, so you know I can't what? say for sure. Someone I'm gets already t- going to say it's better. As a well, <laughs> well, I was going to say someone gets turned into a gold statue, mm, and I'm mm. pretty sure it one it, it happens multiple times, and I'm pretty sure one of them was a woman was a woman. Wait, sure, but mm. it, literally, but it also happened into treasure. Hmm? That, that she was literally transformed yes. into a treasure. Yes, but it also like hap- as a twist, like as like you know near the near the end, it happens to lighten, and you're like, oh no, now what are we going to do? Dang. Yeah. Wait, from <laughs> yeah, wait. Pokemon? No, no, no. Light, light, <laughs> yeah. Lighten, sorry. I, yeah, the, I'm the, bad at pronouncing. <laughs> the Fire Dark Wrestler. Yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's let's get to place in Professor Layton in the Curious Village. Uh, it's starting off halfway through the list at number 175, going up against Aliens 1992. This is a game for the Atari ST that... Given its name and when it came out, you might think it has something to do with the movie Aliens. <laughs> but you'd be wrong. 
Uh, it's a uh, a black and white shooter where like it's like a scrolling shooter where you shoot up at aliens dropping onto a planet. It it looks like Space Invaders, but in 1992, which is way past when anyone should be making a Space Invaders clone. Crystal, how do you compare that to Layton? Uh, well, first I just want to clarify something about Layton Brothers. It does star the mm. son of Professor uh. Layton, Inspector Alfendi Layton, who is the brother of Catriel okay. Layton. Okay. But he does not himself have uh. a brother. So even though it's called Layton Brothers, gotcha. there's only the one okay. Layton. Okay, uh. that's extremely confusing. <laughs> wow, that's unnecessary. And regarding yeah, this it game, was a very confusing uh, game. I never really got into these, but I always found them interesting from afar. Luke, I think you yeah. saying how it was based on a puzzle book kind of... I think that's a really interesting framing uh, for them. Yeah. Because, yeah, like there are like narrative-based puzzle books that have a little story to tie the puzzles together. And making that into a DS game is a cool idea. So I'm going to vote for Professor Layton. Yeah. All right, that's one for Layton. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Professor Layton... Okay, Chris. So in Aliens, nineteen ninety-two, right? Does is the protagonist um, the same one from Aliens? Not at all. No. Okay, then Professor Layton. Okay, and Jordan. Uh, yeah, Layton. Okay, uh, by unanimous vote, Layton gets to the top half of the list, going up to number eighty-seven. Jordan, how does it compare to Bloodborne, the PS4 uh, hack and slash game where you get real bloody in a Victorian hellscape? These games are so dynamically opposite. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You're in both games. You're like an English gentleman, or I guess in Bloodborne you can be a gentleman or a lady. You know, just uh, strolling the streets. In Layton, you solve little like. Uh, metal ring puzzles in bloodborne you murder people with giant metal rings sometimes uh i'm 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 gonna have to go with layton i'm sorry i just really love the level five stuff that they do mm. like yeah. their games okay uh pris um first off i don't understand why bloodborne is number 87 um <laughs> because it's clearly clearly better However, in the interests of making things more complicated, I am going to right. vote for Layton. Well, there you go. Now, Pris, that strategy has backfired before. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Pris, I'll say, if you feel the Bloodborne's too low, come back when we do our second round of peer review, and you can try and get it higher. All right. Uh, Crystal, how do you vote? Uh, blood Bloodborne. Okay. <laughs> Chelsea, Bloodborne or Layton? Layton. Okay, Chris, uh, you can still change your it. vote to your real vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't like puzzles. I'm very bad sure. at puzzles. Okay. So Bloodborne, fuck Layton. Damn. All right. Well, that ties it. Oh god, now I have to make a decision. <laughs> like oh, on one hand, better. in my gut says Layton because like I really like the look of it and the the idea of it, but also. I played Layton for like an hour and I finished Bloodborne, so I feel like my like base instincts already voted for me. Uh, I will yeah, say right. I think What's I think that? Curious Village is kind of the weakest. Okay. All right, then I'll go Bloodborne. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, in that case, Professor Layton moves down to number one hundred and thirty-one. 
Chelsea, how does it compare to You Don't Know Jack Volume 3, the trivia game show for your computer? This one features the first appearance of the famous You Don't Know Jack host, Cookie Masterson. Uh, Layton. Okay, that's one for Layton. Uh, Crystal. Uh, Layton. All right, Chris. I really like Cookie Masterson's voice, but I have to imagine this isn't as good as some of his later work, even though I've never played either of these games. Right. So I I am going to go with Layton. Okay. Jordan. Uh, Yeah, I'd have to go with Layton. Okay. Professor Layton bounces back from its first defeat, moves up to number 109. Uh, Jordan, how does he compare to Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine, a 3D adventure game starring Indiana Jones for the Nintendo 64? Oh, um. Reviews say it's dog shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, was this the good Indiana Jones one or the really bad one? Okay. But yeah, Yeah. I'd I'd have to go with Layden because at least I finished Layden and had fun doing some of the puzzles. Okay, sure. Uh, Pris. I mean, Infernal Machine is a pretty dope title. It really yeah. is, but then you look at screenshots of the game and like, oh man, you did not earn the name Infernal Machine. Alright, I guess I'll go with Leton. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Leton. Crystal. I'm wondering if you're confusing this with a different game, because it seems like the reviews were generally positive. I feel like every time we look at this game, the consensus on it shifts in like it, it's though it's in some kind of quantum state because when we first looked at it, it was like oh this seems like it might be pretty good and then we looked at it later like oh never mind and now you're saying it looks pretty good again no i'm just saying the reviews are generally positive so there's right. no like consensus yeah. that it's a dog shit okay but I'm i was just here. Wait, quoting wait. i was just All quoting right. friend of the show ashley lee minor uh-huh. She said she's played this game, and she said it was dog shit. So her review says it's dog okay. shit. Yes. Gotcha. And, and well, I, here, this yeah. this screenshot might help if it will uh, load. I wonder if it's the... Oh, yeah, I there's mean, Indiana Jones. Fine. What do you want? Kneeling in a, a raft. It's yeah. PS1 game. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, all right. Professor Layton is better than Indiana Jones. In the, in the world of uh, professors with hats that go on adventures, Professor Layton wins. Uh, which means he moves up to number 98. Crystal, how does Professor Layton in the Curious Village compare to The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt? Oh, Professor Layton the sprawling... is the more intellectual game. <laughs> Chelsea, how does Professor Layton compare to The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt? The sprawling Polish epic about... Uh, a grumpy wizard who I don't know. I don't know. I don't know actually. <laughs> Professor Layden. All right, Pris. Uh, the Witcher. Okay, Jordan. <laughs> like, I'm sure normally it should be The Witcher, mm. but I really, right. really like the Layden games. Yeah, you're allowed to. Uh, alright, Leighton takes it. Sorry, The Witcher. Sometimes people are on this show that have played you and are, get very mad at us for not liking you more. Oh, listen, I've played The Witcher 3. Oh, have you? Okay. Very good game. Yeah, that's what I hear. I played, like, friend of the show Dustin got me The Witcher 2 as a present because he really oh. wanted me to try it. And I got, uh, into the tutorial... And couldn't figure it out and got mad and turned it off and haven't played it past that. Nice. 
I mean, Witcher 3 is really overrated, but mm. it's still a good game. Sure. Uh, all right, Professor Layton moves up to number 92. Uh, Jordan, how does it compare to Destiny 2014? The shoot people action multiplayer oh. game where you jump around the moon and collect hydrogen. Oh, I'll see. This is a bad one to ask me because I still have to go with Layton just from just from experience because I have okay. very little experience with the Destiny games. Oh, I got you. Uh, Pris, how about you? I love Destiny 1. I'm voting for Destiny 1. I've had so much fucking fun with that game. Okay. And also, it's like how I met my wife. So hey, that's, that's significant. Yeah. Chelsea. I like Destiny a lot. Yeah. But I think I like Professor Layton better. Okay. Uh, Crystal. I am also a big fan of the Destiny. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So that ties it. I... Both Destiny games, when they first came out and I played them, I really loved them. And then as soon as I, like, ran out of content to play in them, I'm like, oh, God, I don't like this at all, and I don't like how much I liked it yesterday. I don't really know why that Switch always flips for me on them, but they're just like, ugh, Destiny, boy. So, mm. Okay, but how much how much of Layton have you played and loved? Right, that's the thing. Yeah, not much. <laughs> Destiny, I, I, I finished Destiny 1, and I did everything other than the raid on Destiny 2, because we couldn't get a group together. And, and like, it, it took long enough to get a group together that I stopped caring to try. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. I, I can just not do it. It's fine. Pretzel uh, Boys scared me through mm, that raid. Yeah. That was the other thing. I didn't want to get carried through the raid. I wanted to have, like, a group of friends go in blind and figure it out together, and no one else thought that sounded fun. No, that doesn't sound fun. Ah, it's fun for me, though, Crystal. I mean, it wouldn't be. I like torturing myself. You'd be surprised how many dungeons I've done that through, but thankfully I'm usually a a piddling DPS, so if I'm Mm. not doing too well, as long as I don't draw things, I'm okay. Sure. Um... Yeah, I'll I'll give it to Destiny, I guess. That's that's a tough one for me, but yeah, I'll go Destiny. Uh, which means Professor Layton drops to number 95. Crystal, how does it compare to Zone of the Enders, the PlayStation 2 space mecha game that mm, well, everyone only bought because it came with a free demo for Metal Gear Solid 2? I'm going to vote for Professor Layton. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, Professor Layton. Pris. I am going to vote for Professor Layton, Professor Lay, two thousand pounds. Thank you. There you go, <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with Layton. All right, Layton takes it. Jordan, how does it compare to Overcooked, the uh, multiplayer party game where you're all chefs in a kitchen, and despite the game's attempts to fuck with you, you gotta coordinate and make meals for the people. Okay, so this seems a much, much more, like, even matchup of, like, play kind of things, because, you know, you're trying to, like, what what is recipes, but, you know, overly complicated uh, food puzzles. I guess. <laughs> okay. I, I, but, um, I haven't played Overcooked, but I've listened to you two talk about it a lot, and it mm-hmm. sounds like a game I would really, really enjoy, so I'm going to have to go with Overcooked on this one. Okay. Uh, Pris. Uh, Layton? Sure. Okay. Chelsea. 
I love Overcooked, but it has a huge flaw in its co-op system, which is that it's couch co-op only, yeah. and I'm a very lonely person with no friends, with no, with no one to play with in real life. Mm. If I could play online, that'd be great. I'd have tons of friends online, but I don't have anyone I can play with uh, yeah. IRL. So, uh, the rock, but I, it's like the rock band syndrome. But I can't play Layden by myself. That's and true. I usually do. So, Professor no. Layden. There's probably an excellent guy community for Overcooked. <laughs> Chelsea, now I'm even more happy that I'm coming to see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we've uh, played all the... We've really we've yeah. kind of played it already, and it doesn't well, sound... Yeah, probably like... not to play Overcooked, but just to spend time with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. too. It'll be good. Uh, Crystal, how do you vote? I'm over for Professor Layton. All right, Layton takes it. And with that, Professor Layton is placed at number 93, directly a Directly above Overcooked, directly below uh, Destiny. Neat. I, I burped and the mic probably picked it up. I didn't hear anything, but yeah, probably. You fucked probably. up. Probably. I fucked up real bad. Chelsea, cut it out. Okay. Chelsea, amplify it. <laughs> okay. I'll put a uh, party blower sound over it. There we go. Great idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're moving on to our second game of the evening. Is Maple Story. I don't. I had friends that liked Maple Story. I don't really know what it is. I guess let's find out now. Oh. Maple Story is a free to is a free to play two D side scrolling MMORPG set in Maple World. There are several different servers for different parts of the world to play in. You defeat monsters, complete quests alone, or with up to five others in a group to improve your skills and increase your character's stats, such as EXP points, while acquiring the in-game currency Mezos. Starting out in the tutorial Maple Island, once you gather 150 mezos, or a recommendation letter, you can leave to Victoria Island and its eight cities. There's also the mainland of Osiria, with seven different regions, and another continent, Masteria, okay, with several towns. Okay, you're gonna towns. be reading off a lot of bullshit words. <laughs> <laughs> World tour continents also exist and are based on real-life companies. Co companies? Countries. Countries. What's the difference <laughs> these days, am I right? Uh, <laughs> no, but, but you're actually right. We live in a hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose your character's face, hairstyle, color, skin, and hair, and your starting equipment. You make up to three characters in each game world. Starting in a beginner job, you can want to choose a job class, bowman, magician, pirate, thief, warrior, advance through four different class levels. Uh, but, 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 cash shop exists for microtransactions. Transactions? I just turned New Zealandish for a second there. Is that New Zealandish or is that just gibberish? Probably. <laughs> to buy items such as pets, which pick up items dropped by monsters. You can form a guild. Players can be married in the town of Amoria and receive wedding ring items. It's an MMO, but side scrolling. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and it's adorable. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at the art now. It's cute. Yeah. I would also like to take a moment to uh, just rest in peace, band story. Mm -hmm. we, you were a wonderful asset. You were important in my life, and I'm going to miss you. Wait, what was it? <laughs> uh, band story was a basically a, a uh, website that you could uh -huh. use to make 
to like make uh, pictures of MapleStory characters. Mm-hmm. And people, people, a lot of people use that to make like uh, music videos and animations on YouTube. Okay. I, and I just use it as a dress-up maker. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> anyway, this is going on for a long time. Let's just go back to the game. <laughs> All right. Listen, uh, yeah. There's go ahead. nothing, nothing more important in an MMO than playing dress-up correctly. So, that is true. Yeah. Rest in peace. As we say, would you say bandstory.com? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rest in peace. Let's have yeah. a moan of silence, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. <laughs> All right. <Okay. laughs> uh, did anyone else play MapleStory? I played quite uh, a I bit had of MapleStory, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have never played of Maple or never played I've never played of Maple Story. I had Can friends. You? I've seen the art so so much and also yeah. I kind of like was very deep into Guy Online, which it, between MapleStory and Ragnarok Online, they kind of like, yeah, copied yeah. style stuff from that. Sure, I feel like Gaia on in my head. There's like some kind of feud between Gaia Online and MapleStory, but maybe that's something entirely invented by me. Can you get gay married in MapleStory? No. Sure. Oh, you have to, or at least you, but no, it has to be, it's really dumb because like, and only the boys, only boy characters can go and make the wedding rings. Uh, Oh, jeez. Or at least that was what it was like when I played. Right. Maybe they've, yeah, changed it over time or something, but Probably not, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that stinks. All right. Well, I guess let's get to placing it. Chelsea, you just typed into our Skype chat, it me, with no context. (laughs) 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 And you went on to type, wait, no, there was supposed to be a picture. (laughs) Anyway, we're starting at game number 170. 175, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm dumb. Uh, Not dumb. Jordan, Mm -hmm. how does... Maple Story compared to Samurai Warriors Chronicles 3, a Samurai Warriors game for the PlayStation Vita and Nintendo DS, which is basically a Dynasty Warriors game, but with samurais. Ah, uh, is this the one with the crazy uh, Jesus cult? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what game are we talking about? You... Samurai, Samurai Warriors, Warriors Chronicles 3. Maybe I'm thinking of Samurai Batsura or something else. Then, um, anyways, I'll I'll go with Maple Story. I I think I would probably sink more time into that than this game. Sure, Pris, how about you? Is this the Reddish it's... Region game? No, this is uh, a Dynasty Warriors game. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at the screenshots on mm. this website that we are using. Yeah. Uh, and it shows me a screenshot of someone named Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Um. And she looks pretty rad, so I'm going to say Maple Story. All right, that's two for Maple Story. Chelsea. Maple Story. All right, Crystal. Uh, so as I said, I played a a lot of Maple Story in the mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it was never actually a good game. Like it was super grindy, <laughs> super repetitive. It's like all the worst parts of MMOs, but it had an amazing gotcha. art style. The side-scrolling environments were really cool. 
playing dress up was really fun. The like atmosphere and tone mm-hmm. of the game was great. And most importantly, it was free in a time before the modern era of free to play games being everywhere. Right. And I find it hard to reconcile my very good memories of Maple Story with the fact that I don't recommend anyone play Maple Story. (laughs) 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 But I am going to vote for it. Okay. Okay. Then Maple Story is moving up to number 88. Crystal, how does it compare to, let's see, Legend of the Red Dragon? This is an old BBS based RPG. I don't think it's the first MUD ever, even though I talked a lot of big talk about it because I misread the Moby Games page at some point. Uh, It is a very early sort of prototype of what would become a MUD later. The pre-MUD? Just have a... It's dirt, right. Yeah, as we've described. (laughs) Because it's pre-MUD. Maple story. God. (laughs) All right, Chelsea. Um, Yeah, Maple story. All right, Pris. So I'm looking at one of the screenshots for Legend of the Red Dragon. Right. And it's saying, uh, you're like, and your gender. And it says, this person chose male. And all right, a member of of the more advanced sex, you had better win. So I'm saying Legend of the Red Dragon can get fucked and die in a fire. And I'm going to say the story. Yes. Jordan, how about you? Uh, Yeah, I have to go with maple story yeah all right maple story takes it legend of the red dragon a very good candidate for peer review to be moved down uh all right maple story moves up to number 44 jordan how does it compare to image fight 2 operation deep striker this is a scrolling shooter for the turbo graphics cd it looks cool, and it has, like, a weird anime story. I remember nothing about it, even though we just talked about it last week. Huh. Um, I mean, it looks kind of neat, but I think I'd have to go with uh, Maple Story. Okay. Uh, Press. Image Fight is a dope-ass name. <laughs> it is, I'm that's true. I'm saying Image Fight. All right. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Maple Story. Okay. Crystal. Maple Story. All right, Maple Story keeps on climbing to number 22. Crystal, how do you think Maple Story <laughs> compares to Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty? Maple Story. The, the <laughs> Chelsea, how do you think Maple Story compares to Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty? The thir- the fourth Metal Gear game? I guess fifth if you count Snake's Revenge. Metal but Gear. the second... Okay. <laughs> Pris, how do you think Maple Story compares to Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty? The fourth or fifth Metal Gear game, but the second in the Solid series where you play as Raiden, a weird cyber samurai ninja who's on an adventure for self-identity. Stop. Alright, because you said that, I'm going to say that Metal Gear Solid 2 has bad controls, and they're just oh. objectively bad. It's oh. not like something you can, like, you know, get better with or anything like that. There's no depth to them. The story's oh. bad as well, Luke. Wow. And I'm going to say Maple Story. I invite you into my home, and this is how you treat me. <laughs> Jordan. I, I have to go with Metal Gear. Well, too bad Maple Story wins. Hey, it's Chelsea. As you may have noticed, uh, Luke miscounted and the votes were tied at this point. We're going to have to fix that at some point, but it's not going to be during this episode. 
So for now, just don't worry about it and uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Priscilla. You're welcome. <laughs> Who's up to number 11? Jordan, how does the Maple Story compare to Kid Dracula? Okay, I like Maple a- Story, but how did it get so high? It's <laughs> a good game. <laughs> Maple Story's so good. Objectively better than. It's, a, it's an addictive game. Objectively better than Metal Gear Solid 2. That's that's just true. Uh, Jordan, how does it compare to Kid Dracula, a Game Boy game made by Konami as a parody of Castlevania, where you play as the son of Dracula and uh, explore a castle, and it's it's Castlevania, but with a little bit of a goofy sense of humor. Oh, okay. I, I was wondering if it was based off that weird property, Little Dracula. It is not. Um, Probably would have been called Little Dracula if it yeah, was. Yeah, well, you'd think that. Uh, um, e- <sighs> I th- I'm going to have to go with Maple Story. All right, Chris. I-, I don't know what Kid Dracula is. I mean, I don't. I don't really want Maple Story to go any further. But like, right. Kid Dracula, fuck Kid Dracula, <laughs> Maple Story, baby. <laughs> Chelsea, Kid Dracula. All right. Uh, Crystal. Maple Story, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maple Story moves up to number five. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Crystal, how does Maple Story compare to Resident Evil 4, the innovative genre crossing uh, horror shooter game where you play as a Secret Service man with a lot of eyeliner who's got to save uh, the president's daughter? Maple Story. All right, Chelsea. Resident Evil. All right, Pris. Oh, definitely Resident Evil. Like, I'm not letting it get closer to Elite <laughs> Beat Agents over my body. Jordan. I, I'd have to go with Resident Evil. All right, Resident Evil takes it. Resident Evil's been a real hard uh, barrier for anything to leap over, get into the top five. Uh, Maple Story moves down to number eight. Jordan, how does it compare to Terranigma, a Super Nintendo action-adventure game that I've really forgotten all the details about, but when we talked about it, it sounded really cool. It's like, you go, the world's been destroyed, and you have to go on an adventure to repair it, and, like, you can talk to the animals, but then eventually the world gets advanced enough that the animals are, you can't anymore. I don't know. It sounded interesting. It looks like, kind of like an act razor kind of... That's kind of the vibe I had, yeah. Yeah, it's made Um, by the same people. Oh, oh right, that, yes. Oh, that that makes sense. Mm, I actually think I would like Terranigma better. Okay. Uh, Pris. So Terranigma is a basically sequel to a much better game called Illusion of Gaia, which is one of the better games of all time. Okay. And therefore, through scientific method, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that Terranigma is better than Maple Story. Okay, uh, Chelsea. Uh, Terranigma. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank thank us for Terranigma. But does anyone looking at the videos I'm posting? Uh oh, let me see. You posted I... a uh, an MMV, Revengeance Productions, which I appreciate. Uh, mm, wow, this is this is quite something. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> this was my high school right now. This was my high school. Life. Right, yeah. Yeah. This person's name is Ice Cream, but all the E's are 3's. And it's a Vanessa Hudgens song. Oh, Every day this I'd, is amazing. Yeah. 
<laughs> Remember Vanessa Hudgens? Ice cream with threes for the E's. I appreciate this. It speaks to me on a spiritual level, but I'm still going to say Terranigma. All right. Uh, Chelsea? Yeah, uh, Terranigma. Okay. Uh, Crystal? Maple Story. All right. Uh, Maple Story continues to scoot down to number nine. Crystal, how does it compare to Pokemon Crystal version, the Pokemon game that's named after you? Maple Story. All right. Uh, Chelsea? Pokemon. Now, okay. Chelsea, I need to talk to you for just a brief second. Yeah. We raided all the Gen 2 Pokemon games, and it became abundantly clear you really dislike Pokemon. It's not that I really dislike Pokemon. It's that I feel like it's uh, it shouldn't be quite this high. Okay. Okay. All right. But if you're all right, it just seems like you, this is one game you really like versus a game you're like eh towards. Listen, it's not a great game. I just mm. really like it. Sure. All right. I just wanted to check in. Uh, wait, Crystal, which way did you vote? I'm sorry. I voted for Maple Story. Uh, all right. So it's one for each. Pris. So if I, if it turns out that Pokemon wins, mm. is does it keep going down or does it settle on at number 10? Uh, it'll have to go up against number 10, but yeah, it can't get lower than Kid Dracula because we already said it's better than that. Okay, okay, because I definitely, definitely don't want MapleStory to beat Thief the Dark Project, so I am going to vote for Pokemon I, Crystal okay. version. I don't approve of all this meta placing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to trust the algorithm. <laughs> but my uh, my brain is the algorithm, and therefore damn. I must trust it implicitly. There you go, uh, Jordan. How about you? Uh, I'd have to go with Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, Maple Story moves down to number ten. Jordan, how does it compare to Thief: The Dark Project, otherwise known as Thief Gold, the uh, first-person immersive sim stealth game that was kind of a huge deal in the fields of both immersive sims and stealth games. Hmm. Thief. Okay. Uh, Pris. Thief. Chelsea. Thief. And Crystal. Maple Story. Ah, uh, well, your, your minority vote is logged, but unfortunately Maple Story comes just shy of breaking into the top ten. Uh, it settles at number 11, directly above Kid Dracula, directly below Thief the Dark Project. Get fucked, Kid That Dracula. is about, like, a, like a couple hundred spaces higher than I thought it would be. <laughs> it's a couple dozen higher than I thought it would be. <laughs> also, Get Fucked, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, starring Raiden. Prissa, his name's Raiden. Raiden's the Mortal Kombat character. Did someone say something? I didn't... Wow. <laughs> wow. Rude. <laughs> Our third game is Animal Crossing New Leaf. That's the, what, the third Animal Crossing? Is that right? Fourth? Fourth, I think. Fourth is there the was, Wii one. There was the original one. Uh, I can't remember if there was one before the N64 one. Uh, the N64 one was the first one that didn't come out in America, and then there's the GameCube one, the DS one, and then the Wii one. So this is the fifth Animal Crossing. No, the GameCube one is a port yeah. of the Nintendo 64 one. I guess that's true. This is the one that has Isabel. This is the one that has Isabel, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf is a social simulation game. A player takes on the role as the new mayor in a small village populated by animals. Gameplay consists of improving the village with new buildings and decorations, collecting furniture and items for one's house, and donating fossils, fish, insects, and art to the local museum. Several features in the game make their series debut here, while others have been brought back from older Animal Crossing games after having not been in the DS or Wii entries. These include public works projects, which allow new landmarks and buildings to be added to the town, as well as altering the appearance of certain major buildings. The Dream Suite, which allows players to visit other towns in a single-player session. A tropical island that hosts mini-games and multiplayer interactions. Retail, a store that... I it's not mentioning the most important new feature, which is Isabel. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the game where instead of just being a new person here, you like go to move to this town, and all the animals are like, "Hey, you're the mayor we've been waiting on." Hey there, mayor. And you're like, "Uh, yeah, sure, that's me." <laughs> Identity theft. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Isabel is the mayor's assistant, and she's very good, and she helps you run the town, and it's great. And she does all the work. I mean, yeah, you just tell her what you want done, and she actually does it. Yeah. <laughs> I've but I've never actually played this game. She's just a really adorable dog. She is, yeah. yeah. She's a very cute design. Mm-hmm. And she's got a little cute. cardigan. Uh, yeah, but this this game is fun. You go around, you shake trees to get fruits. You go fishing. Mm-hmm. You talk to your neighbors. Chelsea, you have played uh, a terrifying amount of this game. You have, like, the... You have so much money that you just handed me, like, 500,000 bells. And... <laughs> And, like, that didn't put a dent in how much money you have. <laughs> Make sure it wasn't a million? I don't remember. It was a lot. It was enough that I was like, oh, you just completely broke the progression of the game for me. Thanks. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm, yeah. Uh, I mean. Like, oh, God. You'd, you'd be surprised if if you're just, like, you know, like, guilt makes you play that game every day. Sure. So, and, like, the chores you do generate, like, a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And so you just kind of, like, make, you just end up with a lot of money yeah. that you're not spending. Right, right. eventually you buy all the clothes and you buy all the house upgrades yeah. and you buy all the uh, furniture you want. Right. Yeah, uh, it's the thing where once you settle into the loop of it, you play it for, what, maybe like 30 minutes a day? Maybe? Like, go around, shake your fruit trees, go fishing, check the shops, and turn it off? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you like, you have, did you finish completing the museum yet, or you still got a few fish to go? Oh, man, I forgot about completing the museum. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you had like three fish left you needed. Yeah, I have like... Yeah, like, I have, like, one or two fish left. I have a bunch of paintings and sculptures mm. that I need. Um, yeah. And, like, I'm trying to remember. I And I think maybe a bug. I gotcha. But, yeah, just, you, you played it a lot. It was it was impressive. And I've almost completed my Homestuck uh, gallery. <laughs> Right, you also added a new wing to the museum that was just Homestuck-based. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so what you can do in New Leaf is, like, you can take the... You can buy rooms 
in the upper level of the museum. And you can decorate them however you want, and you can, like, make your own, like, exhibits and stuff. And what I chose to do with that was Homestuck Trash. And I yeah. made rooms dedicated to all the the kids in Homestuck. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, yeah, let's, let's get to placing it. Let's see, where are we starting with Animal Crossing? We're gonna start at... Number 175 again. Uh, Chelsea, how does Animal Crossing compare to Mega Man Star Force 2 Zerker Cross Ninja? One of the late Mega Man games. This one's for the 3DS, and it was like an attempt to harken back to Battle Network, but it's not good from what I've heard of Mega Man fans talk about it. Uh, New Leaf is excellent. Okay. Crystal. I really wish I liked Animal Crossing more, because I really mm. like it mm. in concept. A kind of, you know, fun little chill-out, relax game where you just check in for 20 minutes a day, and you help out your yeah. pals and decorate your house and stuff. Mm. But there are, even 20 minutes a day, there's so many little annoyances that add up. Such as? Uh, such as? Like, <laughs> talking to people, they just say the same things. Over and over, oh, and yeah, it that's takes fair. so long to like give a yeah. fossil to the owl. That is true. The owl does. I mean, his name is Blathers because the joke is he talks a lot. But well, when you have a whole of, well, bucket of fossils. Actually, as a matter of fact, in New Leaf, they've kind of like would, what? How did you say? How would you say it? Nerfed him. He doesn't talk oh, as sure. much anymore. Yeah. Yes. They rebalance. From the what owl. I've heard, New Leaf is a lot more. Uh, player friendly than the other Animal Crossings, but mm. I don't think it's enough for me still. Okay. Sure. I. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I definitely would say Animal Crossing isn't for everyone. Yeah. There's also like a weird tension in that game of where it's kind of like No Man's Sky, where your uh-huh. inventory is not such that you can really hoard things. You have to just kind of take what you need for the day. But then also there's, like, right. these big long-term goals that sort of incentivize you to just do the beetle economy. Sure. So, all in all, it's a cute game, so I'll vote Animal Crossing. Okay, great. <laughs> Press, how about you? Uh, Isabel, Animal Crossing, even if Zerker, Cross Ninja is a pretty dope title. <laughs> His arm cannon right. is a dog. Wait, What? It looks like a dog to me. His arm cannon. All right. On the on the <laughs> cover art. Sure. Sure. Uh, how do you vote, Jordan? Oh, uh, mm, I think I'd have to go with Animal Crossing. His arm cannon does look slightly like a dog. You're not wrong. <laughs> but Animal Crossing moves up to, uh, let's see, number 87. Jordan, how does it compare to... Uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. <laughs> the first uh. of the Modern Warfare series of Call of Duty games, and the first, probably not the first, but the first big game to uh, introduce RPG mechanics into its multiplayer uh, stuff so that you level up as you play and earn new perks and weapons and shit. I, th- I think Isabel would be so disappointed in co- if, if the, I, you know said fighting was better so i'm gonna right. go, i'm gonna go with uh animal crossing okay thank you Jordan. uh Pris. 
Animal Crossing. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Animal Crossing. Crystal. I will put in a minority vote for Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Yeah. All right. Well, despite your minority vote, uh, Animal Crossing continues to climb. You're just, you're against the tide this this week, Crystal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we're going up to number 43. Crystal, how does Animal Crossing compare to Clo Manager, Spoolmir Das, Liedvomkot, <laughs> a competitive toilet bathroom management simulator. What? Where you have to keep your bath, your public bathroom more pristine and well organized than your opponent, and sometimes that means going into their bathroom to sabotage it. Wow, <laughs> I'm gonna vote for Clo Manager. Okay, uh, Chelsea. I'm gonna vote for Animal Crossing. All right, Pris. Can I get you to say the name of this game again, please? Sure, Clo Manager Spulmirdas Liedvomkot. Uh, Luke, just one more time, please. Alright. Clo manager, Spulmirdas, Liedvomkot. Okay, okay. I think I understand. I think I'm, I'm getting close to to my final decision. <laughs> okay. One last time. Clo manager, Spulmirdas, Liedvomkot. Okay, Animal Crossing. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Jordan. I'm trying to figure out which simulation's better. Expl- <laughs> sabotaging <laughs> toilets or running a town. <laughs> I, I think I'd have to go with the town. Yeah. All right. Animal Crossing wins and moves up to uh, number 21. Jordan, how does it compare to Hotel Dusk Room 215, a point-and-click adventure mystery game where you play as Kyle Hyde, a traveling salesman who used to be a cop in New York until his partner died, and he's this random hotel in the middle of the desert mysteriously has links to that tragic day in his backstory. He didn't die. He disappeared, and he's just kind of... Is that what happened? I don't fucking remember. He's kind of searching for him. That's kind of like... Right. That's kind of the... the... That's why he's a traveling salesman, so he has an excuse to go places. That's right. But, oh, I really love Hotel Dusk. I love Sing Games so much. It's a really good game. They they made use of the DS in ways that were really, really innovative for games at the time. Yeah. And yeah, we talked about it uh, last week, how this game, oh. you hold the DS vertically like a book. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there was some, uh, the other games that they've done, like, in the sequel, uh, took it up a notch, too, and it was great. So I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to go with Hotel Dusk. Okay. Uh, Pris. Um, so Hotel Dusk is a game that I tried to play, I owned, mm. and was not able to get far. Okay. Uh, but but I think I need like something else to kind of push my decision. Uh, can I have you say the last last game one more time, Luke? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Clo manager, Spulmir Das Liedvomkot. Okay, okay. It's oh, a, a tough choice. I'm gonna go with uh, Isabel. However, Maple Story. Thank you. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, uh, Animal Crossing. All right. Crystal. Animal Crossing. All right. Animal Crossing rockets up to number 10. Uh, Crystal, how does Animal Crossing compare to Thief the Dark Project, a.k.a. Thief Gold? I talked about it a little while ago. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Animal Crossing is the game I'm not voting for because I'm voting for Thief. <laughs> Great. Chelsea. Thief. Okay, 
Uh, Pris. Thief. Okay, Jordan. Yeah, I have to go with Thief. People really... Should I go back and play Thief? Do you think it would hold up? It's a good up? game. It, yeah. I, the graphics are bad enough it might not hold up, but I really like that game an awful lot. Yeah, I feel like I can get over bad graphics if that's the only thing that's like really aged. I, I might give it a shot. Because I like stealth games. I don't know. It, it might be for me. It's got magic and dinosaurs. Well, it's, shit. It's absurdly atmospheric for such an old game. Like, yeah. it's one of the few things that's, like, genuinely scared me. And it's not even, like, a like a like horror game at right. all. Right. Yeah, I might need to check it out. Uh, it's on Steam. Yeah, that is true. But, uh, let's see. Animal Crossing moves down to number 15. Uh, Jordan, how does it do against an in- another Nintendo title, The Legend of Zelda The Breath of the Wild? The sprawling adventure game that suggests that what if you had to wear different clothes sometimes in a Zelda game? Uh, <laughs> wait, that means that you get to play dress up in Legend of Zelda and it has effects on the game itself? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because I, I, honestly, I, have, I've gone, I haven't gotten to play Breath of the Wild Oh, yeah, that's, like, the main thing. Like, you don't actually get the green tunic until you 100% the game. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Legend of Zelda. Okay. Uh, Pris. Um, so, in Animal Crossing New Leaf, and most Animal Crossing games, you're kind of yeah, just yeah. doing the same thing over and over again. And uh, people, in general, like, really, really get into that. And, and that's something I, I really understand. Uh, there are more than two things to do in Animal Crossing <laughs> New Leaf, um, as opposed to Breath of the Wild, where it's just really two oh, things. So right, I'm sure. going to say Animal Crossing New Leaf. Okay, great. Chelsea? Uh, in Animal Crossing New Leaf, you can wear whatever clothes you want, and no one gives you guff for That's it. That's true. Oh, oh. forgot about That's that. That's true. All right. Animal Crossing. That's for Animal Crossing. Crystal, you sound disappointed. Zelda no Densetsu Breath of the Wild. Alright. That ties it. Uh, yeah, Animal Crossing. I I like Breath of the Wild, Crystal, I do. But uh-huh. I believe you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I also like Breath but of the words Wild. Are cheap, but I <laughs> it's at number I guess sixteen now because Animal Crossing beat it. That's high. Yeah, that's that's good. I mostly wanted to make a joke, so my reason sure. is even worse. But that's you know, no, you that's, know what? That's that's fair. Crystal, how does Animal Crossing do against Kid Dracula? Kid Dracula. All right, Chelsea. Child Dracula. <laughs> Pris. I'm still gonna go with Isabel. She's so cute. Yeah. She is. She's really good. And yeah. then there's a really funny like Twitter thing where she's wearing a shirt that says. Um, what does it say, Molly? Fuck off, bitch! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing a shirt that says "fuck off, bitch," and it's like the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. So, uh, Isabel. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Animal Crossing just from that story alone. Yeah, I am too. So, Animal Crossing takes it and moves up. Uh, how does it do against uh, the last game it's got to go up against? Number 11, Maple Story. Jordan. Oh, a- Animal Crossing. Pris. Animal Crossing. Chelsea. Animal Crossing. And Crystal. Maple Story. All right. Uh, with that, Animal Crossing is placed at number... Oh, hold on. Number 
11, directly above MapleStory, directly below Thief the Dark Project. Apparently, Chelsea likes a very consistent quality of games, <laughs> since they're right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. extremely good games. Scientifically, yeah. objectively Nearly top 10 quality games. Well, no, you also really like Thief, so you do like top 10 quality games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright. That means that we just have two games left. Our fourth game of the evening is Chibirobo. It's, uh... Let's let me click on it instead of describing it. It's because it's a little weird. <laughs> Chibi Robo is a four-inch tall rechargeable robot whose sole purpose is to make its owners happy. Accompanied by its talkative guide, Television, Chibi Robo makes its way through the dysfunctional Sanderson household, trying its best to make the family members happy. It won't be easy though. Their daughter thinks she's a frog. The wife is furious at the husband for wasting money and makes him sleep on the couch. And if that wasn't enough, there are reports of spider-like robots out to destroy Chibi-Robo. Uh, oh, I guess the full name of this game is Chibi-Robo Plug-In to Adventure. Uh, is a platform adventure with a difference. Players control a small robot whose short size means that regular objects like furniture and stairs become gargantuan obstacles for it to overcome. Its battery is consistently draining while not plugged into a wall outlet, and its power consumption increases when it uses tools like its blaster, copter, or radar. Because of this, players must keep an eye on their remaining power and regularly recharge. The aim of the game is to earn happy points to increase Chibi-Robo's rank and become Super Chibi-Robo. This can be achieved by performing simple tasks such as throwing away trash or cleaning floor stains like muddy footprints, or by making its owners happy. For example, by giving a rose as a gift to Jenny, the frog-obsessed daughter. Aww. This role-playing aspect of the game is similar to the gathering of love points in Moon, Remix RPG Adventure. Thanks for that! Yeah, that game everyone knows. <laughs> what? Also similarly to Moon and some of its spiritual followers, such as Gift Pia. Okay, did this developer make Moon, or did the person yeah, who write this that's... just really like that game? I... That's what I'm wondering. Uh, that's what I need to know now. Because this was made by, let's see, Skip Limited. No, it was not developed by the same people at all. What the hell? Wait, no. Okay, so <laughs> wait. The Moon and Skip Limited are... Or, Moon and Giftia are both made by Skip Limited. Maybe... Oh, wait, no. Giftia is Skip Limited. So, okay, okay. So but maybe Moon Remix RPG Adventure is developed by someone called Love Delic. Yeah, maybe they were... Uh, like a sister company to, yeah, to Skip maybe. or something. Oh, I see. Yeah, K uh, Kenichi Nisha, author of Moon and Lack of Love, later designed Chibi Robo. Okay, okay. So there is a. Uh... Is it? Have you played it? No, but I've the never heard of it. look good. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chibi Robo is like one of my top ten like old uh, console games that I really want to get and play. Yeah, the thing this description left out entirely is that Chibi-Robo works on Toy Story rules, where when humans aren't around, all the toys come to life, and that is an independent thing from the fact that there are sentient robots running around. <laughs> is uh, it ever explained? No, it's just Toy Story rules. Fantastic. Yeah. So I had never played this game before. When Chelsea came to visit me, she brought it with her for me to try mm -hmm. out. Um, and it's it's a weird game. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's like a platformer adventure kind of thing where, yeah, the idea is you have very small batteries, so you have to sort of plan your route from outlet to outlet so that you stay powered, or at least, you know, keep an eye on your battery life and get to an outlet when it gets low. 
But then it starts turning into like, all right, I got to get to the basement. But to get through there, there's a foyer full of egg action figures that will shoot me. So I need a way to fight them. Do they and have then, like, any reason for attacking uh, They're like soldier toys and they're, you know, defending the perimeter. That's all. Then I got to the basement, and there was a giant robot, and you get this, like, Chibi-Robo gets electrocuted by, like, an exposed wire on it, because it's oh, turned God. off. And he has a vision of when the world had Giga-Robos, like this one, but they were so costly and, like, consumed so much energy that they threw the world into an energy crisis. <laughs> like, there's this whole, like, deep lore that I'm like, wait, what? I thought I was just, like, cleaning up paw prints off the ground with the dog track mud. Man, you haven't even gone upstairs yet. <laughs> Damn. Oh, wow. man. That's... Man, like, it really pops off yeah. uh, when you get upstairs <laughs> where the bedrooms are. Okay, because... Yeah, you... It gets wild. Yeah. So, I, I have and played uh, Chibi-Robo Ziplash, you know, the one that came with right. the little Amiibo. Little, and... uh, the, the science scroller, yeah. Yeah. Didn't even get to the aliens. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. Are the aliens the same type in in this that are in Chibi, the first Chibi Robo? Is it a different set of aliens? What's I I feel like it's probably the same aliens. Okay, oh. great. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's just wow. it's a real weird game that I appreciate very much. How weird it goes. And you still have it. I do still have it. You left it with me to keep playing. And then I realized that even though I have a Wii that can play it, I don't have a TV with AV inputs, so oh. it's useless to me. Uh, and then I and then you tried to bring it back. Right. I brought it with me when I came to visit you a few months ago. Or so you thought. Right. I brought the case with me. <laughs> but what I forgot is that when I took out Super Smash Brothers from the Wii <laughs> to put this in, I just tossed Super Smash Brothers into the case. So I brought you my copy of Super Smash Brothers in your Chibi Robo case, because <laughs> Chibi Robo is still in my Wii. You're Whoops! Very... That's very good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's Chibi Robo. Um, has anyone else played it? I uh, know. I thought uh, this was an yeah. entirely different game. Uh, what were you imagining it was? I like super something like some kind of like DS or advance like super like a Game Boy Advance game, but I I can't remember now. Oh, I maybe you're thinking of Custom Robo. Uh, that might be it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's let's get to placing it. It's going up against game number one hundred seventy-five, Dynamite Jack. Which what what is Di- what? what? Huh? <laughs> Uh, Dynamite Jack is an almost top-down... Oh, okay, no, this is the one that... Wait, is it? N- no, it's not, never mind. Ignore <laughs> what I just said. Dynamite Jack is an almost top-down shooter about the Space Marine Jack. He was captured and forced to work in the Anathema Mines, but now is a chance to escape, armed with only a flashlight and bombs. Each level is in a maze-like environment. It sounds like it's... Oh, I see, it's like Bomberman, but you have a flashlight and it's dark. That's the thing. So, there you go. Uh, Jordan, how does that compare to Chibi Robo? I, I kind of like the brightness of Chibi Robo more. Okay, Pris. Um, 
so the 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 whole thing where you're like getting like electrocuted and you have a vision of a terrible yeah. future that's pretty that's pretty dope that's probably going to last me for like 130 more places just estimate maybe we'll, we'll sure. find out i'm gonna go <laughs> with uh chibi robo okay uh chelsea chibi robo crystal uh just a bit of clarification skip limited is one of multiple successor studios to love d lick uh, oh, okay. the developers of moon remix rpg adventure <laughs> That cannot po- Is that really how it's pronounced? I'm sorry, will you say that, the name again? Uh, please, love the Lick. <laughs> okay. It, it's okay. love hyphen D-E hyphen L-I-C. How would you pronounce that? <laughs> like, lo- Love Day Leak or Lick? I don't know. Yeah, like Lick. Lick is way less cool. <laughs> it's definitely Lick. We're going to say it's definitely Lick. All right, Love D Lick. I'm voting for Chibi Robo. All right, Chibi Robo takes it unanimously and moves up to number eighty-seven. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, an action-adventure platformer based on Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Chibi Robo. All right, Chelsea. Uh, Chibi Robo. Chris. Uh, Crystal. Pr- what? Chris. <laughs> 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 Just for reference, my full name is Priscilla. Yes, that's true. Um, but I, I am going to say J.K. Rowling can suck eggs, so yeah. Chibi Robo. Agreed. Uh, Jordan? Uh, I have to go with Chibi Robo. Okay. Uh, Chibi Robo moves up to number 43. Jordan, how does Chibi Robo compare to Wii Sports, the launch mm. Wii game that turned a goofy little motion control underpowered console into an international phenomenon. Mm, it's a tough call, but I kind of like Quirky of Chibi Robo more than the Quirky Sports. Alright. Uh, Pris. Um, I never played Wii Sports, and I'm still pretty riding pretty high on that uh, that yeah. description of like a future vision trip, mm-hmm. so right. I am going to say Chibi Robo. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Chibi Robo. Uh, Crystal. Wii Sports. Okay. Uh, Chibi Robo climbs up to number 21. Crystal, how's it compared to Tekken 7, the recent fighting game that's real cool and is Tekken and it's got Akuma in it? And then when, like, you land the last hit of the game, it goes into, like, super slow motion. It's all like, wow. I like the story of Tekken 7, so I will vote for it. Yeah. All right. There's a good reason to. Chelsea. Uh, Tekken. Okay. Press. So, um, the the future vision has kind of worn off, so I'm actually going to have to think about this one. Can okay. I please have you repeat what it's like when the hit happens? Yeah. Tell me, Lucas. It's all like, Okay. Okay. Hmm. One more time. Okay, I'm going to go with Chibi Ripo. All right, Jordan. Um, I'll go with Chibi Robo. Okay, that ties it. I think you had to pay, like, I think they have that volleyball game in Tekken 7, but it's a DLC thing you have to pay for, and fuck that. I'm voting Chibi Robo. Because that was all I really ever did in Tekken 3 was play the weird, like, side modes. Uh, So Chibi Robo moves up to number 11. Jordan, how's it compared to Animal Crossing New Leaf? 
Um, hmm. Ugh. Uh, you know, I'm still kind of more leaning towards Chibi Robo. Okay. Uh, Pris. Oh, definitely, definitely Animal Crossing is a right. baby. Chelsea. Uh, give me a minute. Okay. Crystal. Chibi Robo, plug into adventure. All right, that's two for Chibi Robo. Uh, Chelsea, Chibi Robo or Animal Crossing? Chibi Robo. Okay, Chibi Robo takes it and moves Look at it, he's wearing pajamas. <laughs> Let me see the picture you posted. Oh, that, yeah, you posted the picture of me discovering that the Brawl disc was in your Chibi Robo game. Great. How did you. it fit in there? <laughs> uh, I just, it wasn't really in there tight. It was just kind of, you know, it was fine. It worked okay. out. Aww, that's so cute. <laughs> uh, all right. So Chibi Robo moves up to number six. <laughs> Crystal, how's it do against another game about robots near Automata? Uh, a game set in the far-flung future where things have gotten weird and aliens have built robots to exterminate humans. So humans built androids to fight the robots and now it's just a weird robot-android melee fuckfest. I, re- I respectfully request that we have no spoilers for Nier Automata. Thank yes. You. Yeah. Uh, what is the ending of Chibi Robo? I thought you were going to say, what is the ending of Nier Automata? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be funny. I, I would I would disconnect from this call. Right. However, I would laugh first. Chelsea, what? Yeah, how does Chibi Robo end? Um... I don't remember exactly, but okay. it does have something to do with helping aliens. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. And getting. Uh, I, I I'm just h- gonna read the. Helping aliens and and powering up. Uh, Mega Robo, whatever its name is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. The aliens could not do the latter at the time and return to their own planet to obtain the item necessary to grant Giga Robo's wish. They then give Giga Robo this ability, who shares it with Chibi Robo and the rest of the robots in the world as well, eliminating the energy problem. Oh, I see. They, uh, okay, so Giga Robo wanted the aliens to m- make him alive and not need electricity so that he could be a living being without destroying the planet. Be a real boy. <laughs> yeah. Now, Chelsea, would you say so, that Chibi Robo is generally enjoyable, you know, from the beginning to the middle to the end? Um. I mean, I'd say so. I I had fun with it. Okay. Um, I, I I think maybe there's like a little bit of uh, slow in the be- slowness in the beginning, just to kind of get to the part where it gets interesting. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning, you're just kind of picking up candy wrappers and throwing them away. Right. But it like Luke described, it gets interesting. Like. There's a, there's a lot of weird stuff going on and a lot of problems you got to solve. Now, uh, yeah. how long to beat dot com uh, play uh, says the playtime of Chibi Robo is somewhere between twelve and twenty hours. Is that accurate? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the argument I've only I'm trying to build once. here is that Chibi Robo. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Is a tight. Is a tight, uh, well-paced game that's good all the way through, whereas Near right. Automata is just a really good ending. Okay, I think that's reductive. And but I will be voting I, I, for I will... Chibi Robo plug into adventure. <laughs> all right, Chelsea. 
I'm gonna vote for Nier. Okay, that's one for each. Pris. Um, I'm going to appeal to my more lesbian side and say Nier. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jordan. Ah, uh, see, I'm trying to figure out if, if I like the cute robots or those robots better. Mm-hmm. And some of the near robots are pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, There's the one who's kind of... I don't know if he's broken down or if he's just sitting all the time, but he's like a giant battle mech. And you go and talk to him, he goes, I may be big, but I'm small on the inside. Please don't make fun of me. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I'm so surprised you remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with Nier. Okay, yeah. Nier takes it. Uh, Alright, so that means that Chibi Robo moves down to number eight. Uh, Jordan, how's it do against Terranigma? Uh, oh, I completely forgot what Terranigma was. Hold on a second. Let me just that look, was the, a, look at it, it again. It's a sequel oh, to yes. Illusion of Gaia oh. made by the actors. Okay, okay. Um, I think I'd like Ch- Chibi Robo more. Okay. Uh, Pris. Uh, Terranigma. Okay, that's two for Terranigma. Chelsea. Mm. Uh, Chibi Robo. Okay, that's one for Chibi Robo. Crystal. The creation of heaven and earth. Oh, is that the original title of Terra Enigma? Okay, yeah. Uh, Terra Enigma takes it, and Chibi Robo continues to dip to number nine. Crystal, what about uh, Pokemon Crystal it's version? It gets loving again. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Crystal version. Okay, Chelsea. Chibi Robo. Okay, Pris. Um, I don't really like Pokemon games yeah, as much as fair. I would like to. I would very much like to like Pokemon games, but it's just hard for me to play them. So sure. Uh, I am going to vote for Chibi Robo, a game I have never played at all. Okay, Jordan. I'm going to have to side on Pokemon on this one. Okay, yeah, that ties it up. (sighs) Pokemon Crystal version's really good. It's objectively the best Pokemon. We've proven it here. But it is also like... Well, yeah, there's a lot of more Pokemon games we need to talk about, and we will. Uh, But... Hmm... It is, like, a re-release of a sequel, and Chibi-Robo is a totally new thing. So that is, like, points in Chibi-Robo's favor. The Pokemon Crystal version's got Dawn Fan in it, which, as we've established, (laughs) earns a lot of points from me. Yeah, I'm gonna gotta go with Crystal. Actually, I better double-check and make sure the Pokemon Crystal version does, in fact, have Dawn Fan before I make that call. Ground is the best type. Uh, yeah, ground's a pretty good type. I I like normal, honestly, normal and fairy. It's because I really like normal. Yes. Okay, good. Thank you. All right, so yeah, I gotta go with Pokemon Crystal version. Yeah, I like. I really liked normal type, and they took most of the normal types I loved and made them fairy type. So now I love fairy type. Just wait until they take most of the psychic types and make them cosmic type. Shit. (laughs) Oh, cosmic type sounds dope. (laughs) Yeah, this feels like... I mean, they they have a Pokemon with Cosmo in its name this generation. I feel like if they were going to do that, this was the time. They got all those weird, like, parallel universe Pokemon in Sun and Moon. 
Sun and Moon's a weird game. Yeah, it's one of the about, like, weakest modern Pokemon. Uh, in a lot of ways, but also the story is a weird, like, environmental cleanup company that secretly is ransacking a parallel universe for its rare Pokemon. So, yeah, but it there's something to it. On that nearly as well as you make it sound. Yeah, you're not wrong. It could be better. You're right. But, I don't know. I enjoyed it anyway. Uh, but yes, so Pokemon Crystal version beats uh, whatever, Chibi Robo. Uh, which means that Chibi Robo moves down to number 10. Uh, Jordan, how's it do against Thief the Dark Project? <laughs> um, uh, mm, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Chibi Robo. Okay. Uh, Pris. I'm definitely still going to go with Thief the Dark Project, a.k.a. Thief colon gold. All right. Chelsea. I'm going to go with Chibi Robo. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Thief colon the Dark Project. Damn it. I hate it when you people tie <laughs> things up when I don't have a strong opinion. I've played none of Thief... <laughs> yeah, I've played none of Thief, and I've played very little Chibi Robo. Uh, well, uh, actually, well, if this will help, Luke, uh, you've had Chibi Robo in your possession to play, and you never did went out of your way to play it yet. That's because I can't. Yeah, I know, I, I know, I know, but I'm just saying you didn't do anything to fix that. <laughs> I have that to go while... buy an old TV to fix that. <laughs> while we just started talking about Thief, and you were very, very convinced about going to play that, and you probably will go play that. Yeah, because it's probably like ten bucks on Steam, whereas I'd have to like hunt down an old TV on eBay for more than ten bucks, probably, to play TV Robo. Uh, now, Luke, are uh, you a fan of the gameplay of Metal Gear Solid? You know that I am. Thief: The Dark Project makes Metal Gear Solid look like Castle Wolfenstein. Man, that sounds good, but. Chibi Robo lets you be very small is the problem. <laughs> Which I also oh, like. Damn. Is a good that's that's Shit. why Chelsea brought it for me to play, to dunk on me. Oh, <laughs> is that yes. is that really why? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I gotta go with Chibi Robo. Finally, something doesn't end up in the 11th spot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alright, congratulations Chibi Robo on making it all the way to number 10. Yay! Oh, I would like a peer review of the Chibi Robo spot because it has pushed Thief, the Dark Project, out yeah, of the top, top 10. 10. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Press, the, the way peer review works is every 50 episodes, which we're a ways away from still. Uh, we have as many guests on as we can get, and everyone gets to pick one game that we pull out of the list and just place it all over again. That sounds like a nightmare. I it sure is. Was. Oh, I was there, and it broke me. Oh, so long. We had nine, we had nine guests. Why? <laughs> because if you want to change the list, you got to work for it. That's why. <laughs> All right, we got one last game to talk about tonight. It's Lifeline. Yay. Uh, Chelsea, you described this game to me a little bit, but that was the first time I'd ever heard of it, so let me I've pull up the this. Moby Games page. Have you? Okay. I've played all of them uh, so far. 
Oh, this is this is a long description from the iTunes store. A surprising iPhone and Apple Watch bestseller is pushing the boundaries of fiction, says boingboing.net. No, we don't need to read the... Okay, let's see. Lifeline is a playable, branching story of survival against all odds. Using your iPhone, iPad, or Apple Watch, you help Taylor make life-or-death decisions and face the consequences together. Acclaimed writer David Justice from Fables, The Wolf Among Us, that's almost certainly not how you say his name, uh, weaves a gripping interactive story through the aftermath of a crash landing on an alien moon. Taylor is stranded, the rest of the crew are dead or missing, and Taylor's communicator can only reach you. A totally unique experience enabled by modern devices, this story plays out in real time. As Taylor works to stay alive, notifications deliver messages throughout your day. Keep up as they come, or catch up later when you're free. You can even respond to Taylor directly from your Apple Watch or your iPhone lock screen without launching into the app. Or dive in and jump back to earlier points in the story and see what happens when you make a different choice. Simple actions can have a profound effect. Complete any single path to restart the story and unlock this mode. Okay, so you have to beat it once before you can rewind. Gotcha. Uh, Lifeline is a deep, immersive story of survival and perseverance, with many possible outcomes. Taylor is relying on you. New in version 1.8, stick around after the game for a special story epilogue from Dave Justice. That's probably how it's actually said. For players who've already finished the game, the sneak peek becomes available under the game options. Enjoy! Internet connection not required, no in-app purchases or ads. This game sounds rad! It's it's a really yeah. great b- bit of internet like uh, interactive fiction. I've mm-hmm. I started playing like the first one, and I got hooked. And I played like through like there's 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 like Lifeline two, but there's also like a side one of like uh, Flatline and Crisis Line or something like that. They're uh-huh. made by the same now. kind of people. Yeah, and there's a new yeah. one coming out soon. And so they're really yeah. great. So from what I understand, from what I read, and what you've described, Chelsea, is basically this is, yeah, an astronaut who's crash-landed, and they will send you messages, and you make decisions on what they should do, and then Mm -hmm. it plays out in real time. So like an hour later, they'll be like, oh god, I'm getting eaten by the rats, you told me I should fight. Or whatever happens, (laughs) I don't know. There's probably not rats on the moon or wherever they are. There are. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I was about to say, you'd be surprised about the rats. Uh, I don't know. That that's a neat idea. I'm I'm into it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah. I I might. This is another one I might need to check out for myself because this sounds cool. But uh, I guess let's find out just how cool it is. We're starting. I think we're still at 175. Uh, yeah, still at 175. Uh, Crystal, how does Lifeline compare to? P.T. Boats, Knights of the Sea, a naval simulator set in World War II. Uh, I'll vote for Lifeline. Okay. Chelsea. Lifeline. Uh, uh, Pris. Uh, so, Lifeline, uh, from the description, sounds an awful lot like a like a game I'm familiar with. It's called Mystic Messenger, uh, which has a lesbian oh, relationship yeah. in it. So, I'm going to vote for Lifeline. Okay. I still have Jordan. I still have Mystic Messenger. I need to go through the April Fool's stuff that I got. Oh, oh sorry, Lifeline. It's okay. Yeah, Lifeline moves up to number 87. Uh, Jordan, how does it compare to, let's see, Memories Off, After Rain, Volume 1, Oridzuru? What the fuck? <laughs> 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 Uh, right, this was a visual novel for the PS2. Okay, I'm vaguely remembering this. 
Why does this look... You get in a car accident, and you, like, get... Oh, let's see, let's see. Uh, The protagonist of the story is called Tomoya Mikami, a third grade high school student. While he was in junior high, he had a girlfriend called Ayaka Hizuki. But after she's been involved in a car accident and passed away, he lost touch with the world and became more confined. During his hard time, Yue Imasaka, his childhood friend, has helped him shake off the depressive mood and lifted his spirits and made him start thinking positively again. The two of them become real close, and before realizing, they become a couple. And I remember at the time, everyone was very impressed that this was not sexual at all. It was just a sweet romance where someone helps someone else (laughs) process their grief. I mean, as I recall, this doesn't have any, like, obvious hook to it, but it is just, like, a well-regarded one of these. Yeah, it's just, like, a a pretty critically well-liked visual novel about a very depressed high school boy and his friend who helps him feel better until they start dating. And also, there's this picture of a cat in it that's very good. Sweet. Wow, this this is actually a good matchup here. Um... Yeah, they're both kind of interactive fiction stuff, yeah. Oh, but to be honest, I kind of really like this. Like, like as you play more and more of Lifeline, you kind of get into like the, the, the suspense of it, and it's kind of pulled mm-hmm. along, and mm-hmm. just the, the fact that you have to sometimes wait for things to happen kind of makes makes yeah. it just like a... gives you like a more visceral action than, than that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to mm-hmm. have to go with Lifeline. Okay. Uh, Press. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't have like anything like super clever to say or anything else, but sure. I really do think that uh, memories, uh, memories off after mm. rain. Yeah, memories off. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> uh, regardless, I, I am going to go with uh, Lifeline. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Lifeline. Okay. Uh, Crystal. I did like Lifeline, but I had some frustrations with its writing. I think the mm. character of Taylor uh, is a bit overwritten a lot of the times. They try really hard to remind you that Taylor's a hip college student. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. I also oh, think it's a little too long. Like, they, I think they kind of extended it a little too much in service of the, okay, I'm going to get back to you in like three hours. Uh-huh. But regardless, I don't know anything about Memories Off, so I'll vote for Lifeline. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Memories Off seems cool, but Lifeline, I, I don't know. I'm I'm into the novelty of, of what, the, the kind of experiments that Lifeline is doing is neat to me. Um, even if it starts to overplay it or something. Uh, so Lifeline moves up to number 43. Crystal, how does it do against a dark room? What was this one? That's the the clicker right where you just start, start uh, yeah. this is the other one in that summer of candy box right yeah 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 let's see yeah right right yes everything you guys just said <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a clicker where you like build a torch and then a campfire and like you start to make more and more stuff and that lets mm-hmm. you venture out into the woods and yeah it's it's candy box-esque Mm-hmm. So, Crystal? Oh, it's a dark room. Okay. Uh, Chelsea? <sighs> this is interesting, because these are both kind of, like, weird, experimental, interactive fiction stories. 
Yeah. For some reason, Lifeline keeps hitting games that is, like, reasonable to compare it to. I don't Skip know that I call okay. Lifeline that experimental. Like, it has one trick. Okay, granted, but, you know, that that is something new and weird and a little different. I don't know. Uh, Pris. Um, I guess I'll just go with Lifeline. Okay. Jordan. Um... I'd have to go with Lifeline because they gave you free Valentines when uh, in one of their updates. Okay. Aww. I posted. Uh, one. Chelsea, how about you? Um. Well, that's adorable. It is adorable. I would, it says Valentine. I'd like to pull you through space and time to make you mine. They also made it. Made a, they also made a couple with uh, Whiteout with the the husky the white husky dog blue, like on it too. So there's a couple with a puppy on it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go it's it's hard they're both <laughs> nice little interesting games yeah um have you played a dark room yeah I, okay. I was the one who put it on the list oh okay gotcha <laughs> <laughs> lifeline lifeline all right lifeline takes it and moves up to number 21. Uh, let's see. Crystal, how does Lifeline compare to Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney? Another visual novel. God. Uh, <laughs> this time you're playing as a young upstart defense lawyer who's out to defend the innocent from the corrupt and cruel criminal justice system of 2014 America. Phoenix Wright. Uh, uh, Chelsea. Phoenix right. Uh Pris. Oh, a million percent Phoenix right. Hell yeah. Uh Jordan. Uh I found the the one with the puppy on it, the Valentine with the puppy. Aww. But still I'm afraid I have to go with Phoenix Wright. Okay. Yeah. Phoenix Wright takes it. And Lifeline moves down to number thirty two. It's a very good puppy. Jordan, how does uh, Lifeline compare to Fire Emblem Heroes, the mobile gotcha strategy game based on the hit franchise Fire Emblem? Okay, it's the mobile one? Yeah. Um, I think I like Li- Lifelines uh, as a mobile thing, mostly because it's probably cheaper in the long run. Uh, I mean, Fire Emblem Heroes is free to play. Yeah, but then there's always that lure. <laughs> there's that lure to just you know, plunk some cash in it, and while right, there are, yeah. while there are some like you know, like things you can buy additionals or like extra s- stuff like that, it just usually means like another story or contact, and it's a one-time thing. Like you, uh-huh. there is a point where you won't keep doing it in Lifeline. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. That's one for Lifeline, Pris. Um. I like Fire Emblem Heroes okay. I play it. Uh, yeah. Um, not super actively, but... Um, right. Well, I mean, you you live in a Grand Blue household. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. But I, I, play, I play both of them. Uh, sure. But mostly I do play Grand Blue. But uh, I'm going to say uh, Lifeline in this situation because Fire Emblem Heroes didn't give me a hero I wanted, so fuck that game. Damn. All right. <laughs> Chelsea. Um, Lifeline. Okay. And Crystal. Fire Emblem Heroes is the best Fire Emblem game of the past five years. <laughs> you might be right. I don't remember when Awakening came out. 
2012 in Japan. Okay, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> Fates is real bad. Alright, uh, Lifeline moves up, though, to number 26. Crystal, how does it compare to Granny's Garden 2017? A game where you're an old lady with a shotgun, and it's raining frogs, and they're gonna get all in your garden. Oh, so, you know, garden. take your shot... Take your shotgun and do what must be done. Chelsea, how about you? Lifeline. Pris. I don't know if I like the word grannies that mm. much. I mean, the description sounds pretty dope, but I think I am going to choose um, Lifeline. Okay. Uh, Jordan. Um, uh, you know, Granny's Garden sounds kind of neat, like just as a little weird thing. And, uh-huh. and with the shotgun and all, but I'm going to have to go with Lifeline. Okay. Lifeline takes it and moves up to number 23. Uh, Jordan, how's it do against Hotel Dusk? <laughs> oh, I, I I think I'd have to go with Hotel Dusk. I, I like the story and the feel of that a little bit more than that Lifeline. Okay. Uh, Pris. Um, I I still don't like Hotel Dusk that much, so I'm going to go with Lifeline. All right. Chelsea. Hotel Dusk. Uh, Crystal. Hotel Dusk. All right. Hotel Dusk takes it. Lifeline moves down to number 24. Uh, Crystal has to do against Rocket League, the competitive soccer game with cars. Rocky League. (laughs) Chelsea. Lifeline. Pris. Uh, I'm gonna go with Lifeline. Okay. Jordan. Um. Oh. I think I'd have to go with Lifeline. All right. Lifeline beats Rocket League, and uh, is officially placed at number 24, directly above Rocket League, directly below Hotel Dusk. Congratulations, Lifeline, for making it to the top 25. And congratulations for, like, most of Chelsea's picks making it uh, <laughs> really high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, especially, I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh-huh. Happy birthday, yeah. Chelsea. Happy birthday, Thank Chelsea. Thank you. Uh, all right. We are done for the evening. Our bottom ten, which we didn't even, like, we didn't even get a game in the bottom half because Chelsea's got good taste. Uh, yeah. but, but our bottom 10 is at number 355, Vitamin X, We Are Super Superman Boys. Number 354, Medal of Honor, Warfighter. Number 353, Time Dominator, a.k.a. Socket. Number 352, Swedish Erotica, Bachelor Party. Number 351, who did I date last night? Number 350, Elf, The Movie. Number 349, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. <laughs> Number 348, Kaze no Oka Koen Nite. Number 347, Las Vegas Tycoon. And number 346, ZHP Unlosing Ranger vs. Dark Death Evil Man. Meanwhile, in our top 10, at number 10, a new inductee to the, the top 10, Chibi Robo. Plug into Adventure. At number nine, Pokemon Crystal Version. Number eight, Terra Nigma. Number seven, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Number six, Nier Automata. Number five, Resident Evil 4. It's really good. Thank you. Number four, Elite Beat Agents. 
Number three, Mother 3. Number two, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And number one, still the best game of all time to our knowledge, Undertale. Uh, nice. Crystal, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at ArcaneCrystal. You can find me on the Book of Medora podcast on AudioEntropy.com, where we discuss the lore of the Legend of Zelda series. All right. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nitspecibus. Okay. And that's it. All right. Uh, Pris, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I don't typically give out my information. However, you sure. can find my amazing, lovely wife at Your Friend Molly with a Y-E-R, uh, who does other fine podcasts on this network. Um, that's true. And I highly recommend that you listen to them because she's amazing and good. But uh, for myself... I have nothing. Alrighty. Uh, Jordan? Um, so I'm on a podcast called War and Beast that's also part of Audio Entropy. We're actually mm -hmm. finishing up. And I'm also kind of starting to work on a new podcast called What's McCracken, which is basically looking at a bunch of cartoons that were worked on by Craig McCracken, starting with uh, Wander Over Yonder. Great. Uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find this show on AudioEntropy.com, along with some other ones I do, like Teenagers with Attitude, Totally Reprise, uh, we'll said Let's Place, but that's this one, uh, The Home for <laughs> Infinite Losers. I put out a Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, finally, after, uh, too long of a break, and that's gonna keep happening, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, check it out. There's also a bunch of shows on that website I'm not involved with, like Transmission Radio, War and Beast, uh, I, I'm... Am I allowed to say let's steal a podcast yet? I don't know. I did already on Hiffle. Uh, I know that that some of the uh, teenagers with attitude had uh, ads for it. Yeah, I, I, I just think we were trying to like sync everything up so that by the time we were talking about it, it was on the website, and it's taken longer oh. to get that done than we meant for it oh. to. Oh, but you know, well, whatever. That happens. Google. If it's not on the website, Google it. It's a good show. It's about the TV show Leverage. Yeah, Leverage is a fun show. Yeah. Uh, also, if you like this show, head on over to iTunes. Give us a rating and a review. That'd be cool of you. And if you really like the show, hop on back over to Audio Entropy and smash that motherfucking donut button where you can give us some money to buy donuts. I want birthday donuts. Uh, yeah, birthday donuts sound great. Just you, Would you put like little candles in them? Is there a ring? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> one big birthday donut. Oh, dang. Oh, just a huge one the size of a cake? That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. I guess basically... That's basically... Yeah, yeah that's we're basically just describing a bunt cake. cake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, bunt cakes are good. Let's... Yeah. Buy Chelsea a bunt cake. <laughs> uh, and you know what? We usually don't say this part, but if you like this show... And you think it's good, and you think you know people that might like it, tell your friends about it, why don't you? That'd be cool. And then uh, they can listen to the archive. Yeah, and then realize that you've tricked them into listening <laughs> to something bad. <laughs> be nice to Let's Place. Uh, be nice to Let's Place, absolutely. Uh, Crystal, what's a good sign-off slogan for this episode? What is it called when a Hillian gets lost? What? What? A missing link. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> that's from something, isn't it? Oh, that's from the Facebook page of Zelda Universe post on May 6, 2013. Anyone know any good Zelda jokes? Why do I know it? <laughs> Posted by Paige Bagby. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? I want a USB controller so I can play PC games. Uh, Pris, you got a good sign-off for us? I... Uh, no. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Jordan, how about you? Um, if you enjoyed this episode of Let's Place, do check out Let's Place Let's Place in the garbage dump on Audio Entropy. Oh, right, yeah, you did a fucking episode where you oh, yeah, we placed episodes of, of Let's Place. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to be it for us tonight, everyone. Happy birthday. Happy night. Bye. You. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Yes, we did. Absolutely. Happy birthday. And many more. And technically, we, we could put this in the podcast because it's royalty fair now. <laughs> I thought I told you.